When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine, and then blue bump. The glory hole is like a, a like big theater of a magic Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Angela, it's time to come out of the playroom. Let, let them be. Let them be. Come out of the playroom. Come on. Come on. Come on. Do I have to? Yeah, you probably should. We have to record a podcast. Okay. Happy Halloweener! Yes, happy Halloween! Yeah, so um, this is our Halloween episode, because today's Halla-fucking-ween. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... So we're going to show you our Halloweeners. Well, some I was gonna say I guess I don't have a natural one, but I do have a strap on. Yeah, smash it. Smash mm-hmm. that smash that strap on. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I'm just having fun with scary sounds right now. Uh-huh. Um it makes me happy. So, yeah. Happy Halloweeny. Mhm. Uh so today we have a very mediocre podcast. I'm kidding. Special. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a bottle of wine and then realized that we should probably record a Halloween podcast. So yeah. here we are. Yeah. And um, we're drinking our second bottle of wine. Uh-huh. Because that's good, right? If some is good, more is better. Right. That is what I <laughs> It is blood red mm-hmm. in honor of today's mm. special day. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we talking about today? We are talking about taboo, I'm going to say sex subjects, philias, fetishes, kinks. So if you listen way in the past, we Mm -hmm. did a three-part kink fetish kind of extravaganza. Um, Mm -hmm. But this one is an A to Z, or if you're in Australia or or the UK, an A to Z, or Canada. Yeah. Blame Canada. Um, <laughs> an A to Z, A to Z, of sexual philias and taboo sex. Woo! Yes. But I will say that most of them are not so taboo to be out of the realm of possibility and things that may or may not be enjoyable. But a couple of, a couple of them are. Right. For us. For most people. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to say, if you and I aren't willing to try something, I think normal people mm-hmm. aren't willing to try it either. What is normal? An average of people taken at a, at a global level. 
You know, people can't hear us when we're doing that, right? Really? If they're on public transport or yeah, in like it a, up. a noisy then, environment. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, nobody listens to us on public transport. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we are going from all through the alphabet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do you want to start? And we'll talk about it. We're going to talk about sure. our affiliation with this if we have whatever haven't it is. or want to, yeah. Or, yeah. So yeah, okay. so we might we might rip off these band aids and like or demummify ourselves as we are uh-huh. and come you know like turn into the sexual werewolf vampire sexy witch that we are for these philias. This could be exciting. I know. We may learn something. We might, and I know of one thing on here that I don't even think that you know about me that I'm going to admit to the world. Okay. And I've been wanting to tell you for a while. Okay. So one of these philias uh-huh. is my thing. Uh-huh. All right. Do you know which one it is? Do you have a guess yet? Not not entirely, no. All right. So there you go. All right. All right. Oh, Play I home. may have a guess. What letter do you think it starts with? Y. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it might but be. But only because of something recently. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Let's, start Let's start with A. Let's start with A. A. Agoraphilia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is actually something that I quite enjoy. Mm-hmm. Do you want to define it for the lovely microphone um, people and listeners is, at home? Yep. So having sex outdoors, just enjoying the outdoors kind of, yeah, in a There's, sexual manner. And, and we've done this quite often since yeah. we've moved to Australia, especially oh, yeah. in that uh, we have had sex outside in Queensland, mm-hmm. in New South Wales, multiple times. Mm-hmm. ACT? Have we hit the ACT? Yeah. I, th- I thought we had, yeah. Um, Victoria, mm-hmm. Tasmania, mm-hmm. and South Australia. Mm-hmm. The only thing we still have in Australia oh. is Northern Territory. I was going to say, we also did uh, Western Australia. Because we've got Western, yeah. So we've missed Northern Territory. That's their only state. But that's because we haven't been there yeah, yet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We had sex outside and, and New Zealand as well, well on yeah. the South Island. We right. need to hit the North Island. Yeah, we didn't get North, did we? Yeah, we didn't have an opportunity. All right, all right. But we will. We, yeah, because we're going to So, yeah, back. the only state we haven't had sex mm-hmm. outside in in Australia is the Northern Territory. Mm-hmm. Which, which is technically a technically territory. Technically a territory, not, not a state. A, yeah. So, there you go. Uh-huh. See, we're studying for our citizenship test. That's right. <laughs> um, we've also been outside in Sedona. I think, let's going back, that might have been the first time that we had sex outside was in Arizona. No. Was it in North Carolina on the, the beach? Beach house. Yeah. Uh, the outdoor shower. Oh, yeah, we did and have sex on the there beach. and on the beach, yeah. yeah. We saw a fox. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah. Was, <laughs> I, was, I, just, I just realized that people at home are hearing us talk about our sex stories, and they're like, oh, yeah, we saw a fox. <laughs> As if it's special. Mm-hmm. It was special to us. It was on the beach. Yeah. It was a, you don't really see foxes on the beach very often. beach fox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're, I was going to say, not necessarily foxes on the beach, but in Western Australia, they had goats. What does the fox say? Anyway, I'm kidding. God. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Okay. Um, there's a throwback. But yeah, so so yeah. that one is definitely something that we yeah, do enjoy. I, I really like But there's a lot of people that are kind of squicky about it. Yeah, and I'm, look, I understand. I don't know. For me, it's something that I enjoy it because mm-hmm. of that risk of getting caught. But also because it's just nice to be outside. Well, it's nice to feel the, the breeze, the air, the wind, the sun on your skin. It's kind yeah. of like. You know, going to the nude beach. It's just being that, having that freedom is really awesome. But I know for some people it can be 
the, like, the fear of getting caught is a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, some people get off on it. Some people don't. And also it's messy and some people just don't like that. It can be messy yeah. if you do it right. Mm. <laughs> but we've also had uh, we've also had sex when it was snowing outside when yeah. it was snowing in Ireland. In, yeah, in Ireland. Yeah, and you're in your full like rugged up. We just drop your pants and push your coat up. <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> it was sexy as hell. Actually, it was kind of <laughs> sexy. Um, yeah, that was that was fun. I enjoyed uh-huh. that. So, yeah. uh, if you're not into it, I'm not going to yuck your yum. Yum your yuck. I'm not going to yum your yuck. Better, but. Uh, it's a lot of fun, and I think if you get the opportunity to give it a go, give it a go. Yeah, yeah. All right, so B. Uh-huh. B is for bukkake. Yes. And that's where three or more... Oh, is that the number? Is it three or more? Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. Three or more men come on a lady, or yeah. a sperm receptacle, I think, as Urban Dictionary says. A sperm receptacle. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I absolutely... Yes. A relatively common porno fetish that includes one sperm recipient. Sorry, a, a sperm recipient, usually of the female variety. <laughs> Receptacle makes me happier, though. I gotta be honest. Like, I like the usually of the female variety. Yes. Uh, and at least three or more sperm donors. All yeah. right. So you have actually never participated in bukkake then, because the most we've ever had was with the gentleman. So there's just the two of us, and we both came on you about the same time. Two people coming on me. That yeah, was I've fun. not had three or more. I really enjoyed that. All right, I have. Do you a, want to try bukkake? Is that something that you would be? I was gonna say I now have something for my Christmas list. Wow, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. we can make this happen. Surely at the club. I mean, pff, come on. Or at Desire. Oh yeah. Did you hear that, Desire people? So uh, we're at Desire at you know in a couple of in days. In a couple of days, yeah. yeah. So when we're there, bukkake. Sign up. We're gonna do sign up sheets for Bukaki. <laughs> Look, I know they'll. I know. I know they'll do safe gangbangs. I'm sure they'll do safe Bukakis. Yeah. Oh, do you have a number be... that you would like to hit? Nine. No oh, shit. <laughs> nine. Mm-hmm. Nine people. Mm-hmm. There you go. We need to find nine. I think we can get nine people all around me at the same time to effectively make this work. I would love to see that. Actually, that would be fucking hot and then take a picture of you with like all the cum dripping all right we're gonna do this back and we're gonna do this it's gonna be awesome my god do we need to have like a bunch of after dark intimate wipes around and like sponsored by (laughs) bukkake sponsored by (laughs) i really think we should do bukkake sponsored by after dark intimate wipes (laughs) (laughs) oh my god if we can get you like wiping off with your after dark Mm t-shirt get some pictures of it just like wiping off with an after dark t-shirt It'd be great. I can make this happen. We're going to make this happen. I, this sounds exciting now. I, I never thought that you would be into that. I didn't really, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. That's great. It's awesome. All right. The next letter. <sighs> Deep sighs all yeah, around. I think we both remember this, and there's a full podcast on this. So let's not, let's not stick too long to mm-hmm. see. Chastity play. I was hoping cookie. That would have been good enough for me. No, chastity play. So chastity belt, uh, cock cage, that kind of thing. We did do this for the radio challenge with Danny Lakey on Wakey Wakey. It's Danny Lakey. Danny Lakey. And uh, yeah, so we did this whole chastity challenge with him. And it was not a pleasant experience for any of us. It was horrific. Horrific. Yeah. But I did learn that I would like to be in control of someone else else doing it i just don't want to be wearing the chastity belt myself yeah and i learned that i hate it 
But if anyone out there wants to do chastity play and wants me to hold the key and control them, I am more than happy to. Oof. You're a better man slash woman than I am. Yeah. But it however was, you identify. But wearing the, the chastity belt in the cock cage was not something either of us enjoyed. A lot of people do enjoy it, and there's a lot of different reasons for that. Sure. But that's why I want to be in control of not wearing it, because it was not comfortable for me oh, at horrific. all. I hated I, it. Yeah, that that does not put me in a good head. I was in a very, very bad headspace. We at that were both point. very angry yeah. for those hours. Yeah. I mean, days. I think it was three days. Yeah. You went for three days. I think I went for two and some change. Yeah. Yeah. It was horrific. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got my, my junk was it all is, swollen. It is fairly and common, And not in though. a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, again, I'm not going to yuck someone's yum, but mm. woof, not for me. Mm. Yeah. All right. D, which is something else that I think is going to be knocked off at desire. Hopefully. We've been working on this one. Uh, double penetration. Yes. So this is an easy one. I mean, I say easy if you've got two partners or a toy Mm -hmm. uh, around or two toys. It's something that you could do at home. Yeah. So we've, I was going to say way, way back with a previous partner, I, he had gone in me anally while I was using a toy vaginally, but I've not had two penises in me at once other than double vaginal penetration. Yes, we have we've had, done that. Yeah, we so did So we've that. had two penises in the vagina, but we've not done a Which double... Which actually felt really good. Yeah? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, but yeah, uh, but we haven't done double penetration with, with vaginal and anal. So that's something that we're hoping to do at Desire. We'll see. Um, I've been working a bit more on anal play with me because of that, in prep for that, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. You know, it's it's something that I think what's really important about uh, double penetration or DP is positioning. And yeah. it's, it's all about getting the right position. And realistically, one person in the entire group of three mm-hmm. is going to be the one that moves. Mm-hmm. And then the other two people need to sit still. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm confident that the that any of the three people can move. But the other two just have to sit still at the yeah. same time. Yeah. So. I also think um, just for me as the, the receiver, I have to be in the right headspace for it. Oh, uh, doy. And, and for me, it's not necessarily like headspaces in, do I want to do it? But it's just relaxed. Yeah. Which day to day can be difficult. But on holiday, that's not a problem whatsoever. So I think that'll be a lot You're going to want DP every single day, aren't you? Like, I'm relaxed. DP me. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty excited by it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We've, we've, uh, I, it's funny. I say I'm excited about it. I am only interested in anal on you mm-hmm. when I'm a little bit drunk, which will be holiday, I guess. Yeah. Holiday brain. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's going to be different because like, that's the only time I ever want to play with your ass is when I'm a little tipsy. Uh huh. Yeah. So you want to go play with my ass? I am a little tipsy right now, <laughs> and I sort of do. Um, yeah, but honestly, though, for me, and I know it's something that you're not terribly into, is whenever we do like this, this, and this is taking DP and stretching it into general anal play, uh, it's something that I'm like, I sort of want to like the analingus and, mm-hmm. and like that. And yeah, it's not necessarily actually fucking your ass. It's, it's just like playing with it. Right. I don't know. Like stiff Well, that's a good way to start, though. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> um, e. Um, electrophilia. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Electricity play. Mm-hmm. Number one. 
it's extremely important to play safe. Uh, yes, for sure. So if you have a pacemaker or any heart issues or any risk of those or high blood pressure or heart disease or any risk of those, don't do electrophilia. Don't do mm. electroplay. Mm. Better yeah. to be safe than sorry. Yeah, and this is something that we've only dabbled in a little bit. So we had some little finger things that we played with at one point. Not really sure where those went. They've kind of disappeared. Um, where did those go? And then we have the little uh, electro shock knife thing that we use with Danny Lakey. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> Again, I know we've. this is the second time we've talked about Danny in 15 minutes. I'm sorry, but oh my God. That was so Poor cute. Poor Danny. It was so I cute. shocked the shit out of his ass. Yeah. Almost literally. Uh, that was fun. Um, but that's something that for me, which we couldn't bring to Australia, but back when I was in the States, I had a taser and I always wanted to taser somebody and you wouldn't let me. No, cause I'm not stupid right? and wanted to live. However, we had some friends. And I know you don't die from a taser, but I know my luck and <laughs> don't talk to me. But we had some friends and we were all sitting around one night talking about it and she and I both really wanted to taser somebody. And her partner did not want to be tasered, but he wanted to please us. So he said, well, if you really want, you can taser me. And I'm like, that's not really consent. That's I understand like him wanting us to be happy, but he doesn't really want it, so we didn't. Uh, which was probably for the better, but at the same time, I think both she and I were a little disappointed that we still never did. Well, um, yes, because you guys are <laughs> masochists, and uh-huh. you like to hurt people, and... Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen to you laugh at that. You're a monster. I love you, but you're a monster. No, but I do think it would be fun. And we've seen it. <laughs> we've seen electricity play at a few parties that we've gone to, some yes. BDSM parties. Yes. And it's fascinating Look, to watch. I will say some of it is amazing and some yeah. of it is beautiful. And they actually make a lube, if you don't know this, they make a lube that's impregnated with gold. Mm-hmm. And so basically you can shock anywhere on that lube and then it will like it it goes it follows the lube and because of the gold and it jumps the electrical shock jumps from whatever to whatever it, it's just blah, blah, blah. yeah yeah oh also if you hear water in the background we're not peeing it's our shitty guttering system and the fact that it's torrentially downpouring where we are right now yeah it's halloween Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay so electro play uh, mm-hmm. it's you know it's something that i would be tempted to get into mm-hmm. not the shock like, the knife that right, we have right. is a shock. It is. It is. And when you feel it, it hurts. Mm-hmm. But as I understand, it can be, like, if you turn it down a little, it can be really nice. Say, if we have something where we can control how strong it is, which that you can't really. Right. It's, it's, I mean, it's either on or off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and we've got friends from Rule 34. Mm-hmm. That have actually done it on stage. Mm-hmm. And when talking to her about it, she was like, oh, it's great. And, you know, it tingles and it's, yeah. it's electric, but it's exciting electric. Yeah. I think it would be interesting to try with the right equipment and someone that knows what they're doing. Agreed. Uh, and then if it's something we like, maybe explore a little more. But yeah. Yeah. I'd be willing to give it a go. We should mm-hmm. go to one of the uh, kink clubs and just, yeah. yeah Find search. somebody. Yeah. 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 Uh, so F is foot fetish. Yeah. And I'm going to lump. Pedophilia. I'm going to lump in with this uh, both feet and shoes. Okay. Because we don't have shoes later on, so we'll go with, with feet and shoes. Uh, and that's actually, so the foot fetish is what, is that the most common? Is that is right? It is the most common fetish. In the world. In yeah. the world. It's it's extremely common. And it's it's feet, it's 
there are people with shoe fetishes, like only shoes, not the feet themselves. So there's kind of all, you know, two different categories there. Uh, but that's one that I, I find interesting. I see why people like it. I see why it's a thing. But for me, it doesn't really, doesn't do anything for me. Me neither. It really and doesn't. So, you know, one of the things I read recently was talking about how, where do fetishes develop and how, mm-hmm. do, how do we get them? And it's in that, in that time of life when we're first becoming sexually active. So when puberty hits, mm-hmm. basically, you know, what do we see? Uh, and commonly, that's when we start noticing, you know, high heels, or we'll see our our mothers wear heels, and these powerful businesswomen mm. wear heels. Or in school, we'll see, you know, the girls will start wearing higher heels or heels of some sort at special occasions. Not they'll make those faces, or our teachers, mm-hmm. you know, these women in power, and so that's where these fetishes come from. Is is from that? I don't know if I buy that. I don't know, because I'm just now thinking back, and maybe it was just because of the public schools I went to, but the teachers didn't really wear heels like that. Maybe it's different if you go to, like, a Catholic school where there's uniforms and people have to wear certain things. I But our teachers didn't. I will say that I do remember my Spanish teacher, yeah? who was literally, I think, you know, if I was... 17 18 mm-hmm. at that time she was 27 mm. 28 she was just over the older than us she was born in bolivia uh oh, yeah she wore heels like like powerful heels like cfm heels yeah and i remember having the biggest crush on yeah. her yeah she yeah. was <laughs> senorita lee mm. ay dios mio Yes, she. Yeah, yeah. She mm-hmm. taught me to love foreign languages. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I definitely see where this one comes from, um, but it's just—it's not something that I've ever really yeah. gotten into. It's never really done it for Maybe me. Maybe that's my thing for women from Latin America. Maybe. Yeah. Because <laughs> because yeah. I did. She was my first like, a second real local mm-hmm. crush, like the person that I knew crush mm-hmm. kind of thing, and first local crush the first one was a redhead so that explains that fetish as well so there you go yeah i had a partner at one point that was really into feet and he liked to suck my toes and kiss my feet and whatever i'm just like you know it's do it if it does it for you and i'll pretend i like it but it doesn't really do anything for me i think that's great (laughs) i love it you know i mean i can appreciate that it does something for for him but it just yeah it didn't it didn't do it for me um but it is a very, very common fetish, is, is feet and shoes. Which, I mean, I, I do like shoes. I will you, admit yeah. that. Yeah, you're more of a, you're more of a um, purse fetish kind of girl. Yeah. I was just trying to look up, as we talked, how, if I could find, like, statistics. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Exactly how common is foot, foot fetish. And? I can't find it. But uh, every website I find says that it is one of the most common fetishes. And that... Like it's a, one of the most common uh, uh, images. Like okay. if you look for just fetish pictures, that uh, foot fetishes and shoe fetishes uh, are the most common. But I can't find like an actual statistic. So uh, if you've got that information out there, we would love to mm-hmm. uh, hear it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. G. Golden shower. Woof. 
which we are not doing right now if you hear the water in the background. <laughs> Remember, it's scary rain. Uh-huh. We are we are trying to make it scary sounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so golden showers. Uh, everybody who has listened to our podcast, in fact, a podcast almost a year ago, as mm-hmm. our as we were getting mm-hmm. ready to go to Passion in Paradise for the first time, uh, you'll have heard us we talk about it talking and try about it, yeah. trying it and and we tried it before when mm-hmm. we lived in the states yep. yeah and we tried it again then uh so yeah golden shower is urinating on someone and uh it's to me it's more of a power play thing like i can see it and i can see getting into it in that respect but for me it is also very much the mess factor I think I'm only comfortable doing it in a shower or someplace like an out outdoors or something like that where it's easy to clean up. Um, yeah, I will say that we've seen some performances with golden showers that were epic. That were epic. They were amazing and awesome. Thank you, Rule Thirty Four. Yeah, um, and it's it's something that is just I, I love to watch it, but. Be- I think it's because of the mess that that holds me back, and that I will only do it if it's in in a, a shower or outdoor space. And I, again, I have to be in the right mindset. But is is it something that I'm going to come home one day and say I really want to do this tonight? Probably not. Yeah, I don't know. It just yeah, it's not something. Again, not to yuck someone else's yum. Yeah. But it's not something that for me, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm really excited to do a yeah. golden shower. I really want to pee on you. I think it's very situational and would take the right right partner, right place, right time for me. So, do you think you would be more apt to let a man or a woman golden shower you? Like, I would say think- I'm less apt to want to be golden showered on than to want to golden shower someone. But if I have to be peed on. I don't think it matters. And what? who would you rather pee on? Don't think it matters. Okay. Just curious. No. All right. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I don't... A willing partner is all I would say. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. For me, I think I would rather be peed on mm-hmm. by a guy. Why? This is going to sound really weird, mm-hmm. but because they have better control as to where it goes. Fair enough. Yeah. And yeah. and then, but arguably, before we do anything else, I want to shower. I mean, I'm okay if that's like the thing that does it for you. Like You mean before any further play? Before any further play. Right. So it happened in a shower, then we would both shower, and then we would go do something else. Right. I don't want to, like, you know, you see the videos where people drink it, and it's like, that does not do anything for me. I would agree. That I doesn't do anything for me. I don't want to drink your pee, and I don't want you to drink my pee. I, I really don't. Yeah. Uh, but, so yeah, it's it's something that I don't know. It's It just doesn't do anything for me. Mm. I will say... What about, okay, you said not drinking, but what about burbling? Like if somebody were... Nope. Oh, no burbling the pee? Nope. Okay. I, I do not want pee in the mouth. Okay. okay. Um, and that's bubbling, not burbling. Bubbling? Okay, whatever. Burbling... It's a new sex thing that we should invent right now. Um, burbling <laughs> is doing bubbling with diarrhea. So somebody diarrheas in your mouth, and then you're like, gargle it, but you don't swallow it. You spit it out. That's burbling. Right. Are you looking it up on, on Urban Dictionary right now just to make sure? Um, I was People at home are see. vomiting in their mouth right now, <laughs> which is also could be burbling, I guess. If you vomit, you're not, you're... you're not far off. Really? It's really, really, it's really? It's not really a thing, but it does say the sound your butt or large intestines make that is similar to a gurgle in your See? stomach. There you go. 
It's a strong indicator of impending watery stools. So if it were, oh my god, if it were a thing, which it is not at the moment, it is now. Then it would that would be the closest thing to it. As soon as this podcast is done, I'm going to <laughs> Urban Dictionary and defining burbling. Hold on, wait, wait. Uh, Urban Dictionary definition number three. Are you ready? Yes. To produce rudimentary horn sounds with one's mouth, generally used to imitate a catchy Disney tune. <laughs> <laughs> I just burbled. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry, people. Happy Halloween. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so happy right now. Uh-huh. Okay, so that was Golden Showers. I feel like we've moved a little bit on to H. H, which is humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> I am not humiliated. Humili- Let me start that again. <laughs> Easy for me to say. I am not humiliated. Uh-huh. I'm humiliating. Uh, again, not something that I'm really into, but we've had uh, a partner, a friend, it wasn't a partner, yeah. a friend who he and his partner went out to a restaurant. And when the uh, server came up to them, the server asked him what he was drinking. And the friend's female partner said, um, he does not get to speak. I order for him. And she ordered him a Pepsi while she had a cocktail. And then when the meal, you know, when the server came back to order the meal, he ordered the steak and Mm -hmm. she, his uh, partner looked at the server and went, um, no, he's fat. He will have a salad. I'll have a steak. And so she was humiliating him in front of a a serving, Mm -hmm. a server. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they really enjoyed it. Well, yeah. she really enjoyed it. I think that he actually kind of <laughs> liked it as well, if if he was going to be honest. Yeah, I think I think he did as well. It's again, it's not for me. Yeah, um, that is definitely one of those kind of emotional power play things, and I, I don't know. We've never done it. I don't want to. I do can't it. say that I've I've never done it with another partner. I'm a little curious too, but I think it would be it would be easy to easier to do for a short period of time like an hour or two but to keep it up for an entire evening out i think would be difficult but if you prep yourself and you're in that mental state to begin with it might be better but i don't know yeah we've never done that i don't think it's something i could do i really don't think it's in me Mm. like i think that so being being that kind of a top in general is so hard for me Mm. i think i could do it if it was someone I really didn't like, yeah. but not someone who I actually cared about. Yeah. And for you, I'd say as well, for as a bottom in that situation, it would not be good mentally. No, because I'm already like, yeah. I'm already a fragile. I'm, I'm fragile. Yeah. I'm delicate. Yeah. But, you know, I don't want somebody to put me down all the time. Right. Because, like, I grew up in the South. <laughs> I don't want to relive my childhood. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I don't really need that. Yeah. But that, that's, but again, I'm that's not going to yuck someone actually, else's I was going to say it's fairly common though. Yeah. All right. Next right. up. Uh, next up is I. I. Uh-huh. Anybody got a guess at home? You're wrong. You might be right. But what is it? It's... Infantilism. Yeah. Yeah. So it is a role-playing, basically regression to an infant-like state. Yeah. Yeah. So it can be anything from, like, drinking from a bottle to wearing diapers, um, just having those 
gentle nurturing experiences. I like that part. Yeah. I want a gentle nurture. I like gentle nurturing experiences. Mm -hmm. And I will say, look, I have in my adulthood sucked Mm -hmm. on a pacifier or a dummy or whatever you call it. Oh, that's right. They do call it a dummy. They call it dummies down here. And I think in the UK as well. But Mm -hmm. in the States, we call them pacifiers, suckies, whatever. I find it very comforting to suck on a pacifier. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is kind of nice. And I don't know why we don't do it as adults. But, and honestly, if you've ever ridden a train or a bus, Uh you want people to have a pacifier because you're like, shut the fuck up. I would agree with that. I'll say that's interesting because, so when I was a kid, I sucked my thumb until I was like seven or eight years old. Yeah. But it was always one of those, you have to break that habit, you have to break that habit, but... I don't want to like suck said, my thumb because my thumb has been places I don't want to put well, it in my that's mouth. That's true, but it is that that just having that it's that soothing action of just having yeah. something there and it's a self soothing a self soothing action. And, and it helps with an oral fetish, so you don't smoke. Yes, I think I think that we should bring back pacifiers or introduce <laughs> pacifiers for adults. Mm. There I'm, you go. I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> um, it's actually quite comforting. And look, and I'm not saying this is going to sound weird. Because I don't want you to clean me up. But I sort of want to try using a diaper just to play with it. Unless, like, not to play with the diaper, but (laughs) goddammit. I'm just listening to how I would respond if I heard somebody on a podcast say this. Um, But I want to wear a diaper and, like, what's it like to use the potty in the diaper? I think it's very difficult. I think that would be really hard to let go. Even knowing that you have a diaper on, I think it would be hard to mentally let go and just actually pee or poo in it. I agree. I think that would be so hard. So Because I will say that when I had the chastity belt on and I had to pee even through the strainer part, which I knew it was going to strain. I knew it was going to go into the toilet. But there's still that feeling of something is on down there. I still felt like I was wearing a diaper. And it was really hard for me to mentally let go the first time. After that, it was fine. But the first time, it was hard to mentally let go and just pee through it. So to add to that, um, when... When I was working at the hospital, I, I volunteered as a as a was like a medical specimen. I was a medical dummy. <coughs> Excuse me for like medical studies. Yeah, for me- yeah. for medical studies. One of the things I did required me to stay in a bed for fourteen hours. Mm-hmm. And when I peed, I peed into a a jug. It was so difficult to pee. While still in bed and laying down, it was very difficult. So, yeah. Uh, very, very hard. I'm not sure I could do it into a diaper. But I'm willing to give it a go. I will agree with that because the only time that I've ever used a bedpan was after my surgery when I had my feet done. Oh, yeah. And, oh, my God, it was such an it was an awful experience. Yeah. So did you poo in the bedpan as well? Well, no, I only had to pee. Okay. Yeah. I'm just curious. No. I wasn't around. I'll say most of the pain meds stop you up so you don't have to poo. Hmm, fair enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> You're welcome, people. <laughs> You're you welcome. Uh, so sorry. I'm sorry. You chose to listen to this podcast. I'm just saying. <laughs> J is for judicial or corporal punishment, mm-hmm. which I think is we're kind of cheating on that. But J is a hard letter. So. Do you want a different J? Jerk off. I do. Okay. No, are you picking? Are you actually uh, searching for a different J? I can't come up with a different J. Uh, judicial isn't terrible. I mean, but judicial punishment is that really a thing? I don't know. I think that right now we're being judicially punished by the Supreme Court. So, Ugh. what? I'm just saying. Just Kav- wait. It probably won't get better. Kavanaugh's uh, uh, Supreme Court appointment is a judicial punishment. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. And if you don't agree with us, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> we don't get political very often, but you know, occasionally. Um, no. Are no, you, we are don't you very finding? Often. Hold on, I've got a J here. All right, she's searching for her J. Well, I've got a couple of them. While she. Oh, this one's cheating, though. Well, how? Japanese rope bondage. Oh, that's shibari. Yeah. Doesn't count. Next. Uh, Japan in general. Look, I am starting to fall in love with Sailor Moon. I know I'm about mm-hmm. 10, 15 years late, <laughs> if not more than that. Uh, but look, some Japanese porn is fucking hot. I say tentacle porn, erotic flossing, mass groping. I mean, they're, they have a lot of they've got stuff. A, they've got a lot of really bizarre, fasc- yeah. fascinatingly bizarre and disturbing mm-hmm. porn. And I do like Japanese porn. I got to... Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it, it's only been in the last five years that I've started to fall in love with Japanese porn. Have you ever watched ten, tentacle porn? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it with me? Yeah. Dude, was I drunk? Probably. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember this. Uh, but yeah, I actually enjoy it. It's not bad. Mm. I mean, it's not something I want to watch every day, but occasionally you want to see, mm-hmm. you know, 11 tentacles <laughs> groping a man or woman or both at the same uh-huh. time. I remember I watched one porn where, like, these, this couple was having sex and they were both being tentacle porned, tentacle penetrated. Wow, I don't think I've seen that. It was great. Oh, yeah. Cool. It was like bisexual tentacle porn. Yeah. It was great. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Do you want the other J? The last sure, J? Sure. What, what's, what's the last J? Uh, jerk off encouragement or jerk off instruction. So, where one partner tells the other one how to jerk themselves off, masturbate themselves. It's funny. I'm a, I'm a bottom for sure. But mm-hmm. I don't really want you to tell me how to jerk off. Like, no, I can do it better. I know. It's like, <laughs> really? I'm pretty sure I know what I'm doing here. I've been doing this since I was eight. You know? <laughs> I've been doing this for 30-something years. Let it go, lady. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, am a, I am the pro at jerking off. Right. So, right. Yeah. You're not going to give up Jerk off control. encouragement also seems weird. Because I don't want to be jerking off and you're being going like, good job. Yeah. Okay. Bradford, Bradford, okay. he's our man. If he can't wank it, no one can. <laughs> Okay, for one thing, that was funny. Um, <laughs> but what I was going to say before you started that, <laughs> I mean, is, if you're dressed like a cheerleader, maybe I'm just saying it's not my it's not my bag, baby. But how is that different than dirty talk in the bedroom? Because that's basically what it is: is it's dirty talk to you masturbating as opposed to us doing something. Look, I'm just going to say I'd rather hear you encourage me to fuck you uh-huh. than to encourage me to fuck, fuck yourself. My hand. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, man, watch you crank it. Yeah, it's not nearly as hot as for you to be like, yeah, fuck me. There's something different there. There's, mm. yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's not it's not for me, I'm Mm-mm. just saying. Um, moving on. Um, I can't say the next one, so you have to say it. It's K. I'm going to take a step in the dark here because I'm not entirely sure. But so the let lights me, are on. Let me sound it out phonetically. Okay. Catoptrinophilia. There we go. That's it. Catoptrinophilia. We're going to go with that. Uh, basically, it's mirrors. So it's a fetish. Why can't we just say mirrors? Are you going to ask Siri to say the word? Well, I was hoping that the Can dictionary would say that? it. Oh. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm going to go with toptronophilia. Now that I can read it a little better. Um, yeah, so it's it's the the love of mirrors. And so it's having sex in front of a mirror. Um, are you finding anything of No, it? I'm not. So I'm okay. going to give up. Sorry. Okay. I was looking on the internet. Yeah. But this is something that, that actually we we do quite like. Oh, I do. I, yeah. yeah I because would. we have a lot of mirrors in our bedroom on one wall, like some little Ikea mirrors kind yes. of all put together. And then we have a full-length, big-ass door-size mirror now, in front of our 
sex lounge. In front of the S, the Liberator yeah. S, yeah. And uh, one of our favorite rooms at our secret spot has a wall of mirrors, yes. basically. It's one and, big mirror. And the place that we stay, we'll, we'll be staying at in, in L.A. Mm-hmm. has a mirrored ceiling. I know, it's exciting. I know, which, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, question. Uh-huh. When we're having sex in front of mirrors, do you uh-huh. look at yourself or do you look at me? I look at you. I look at the partner. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Am I a bad person if sometimes I look at well, myself? Well, you can't, you can't help but look at yourself some. Yeah. But I mostly look... I'm not, I'm not watching myself, but sometimes I'm watching myself. No. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, there's sometimes I'm watching you. Like, if if you're, like, the... I Let me rephrase that. I watch the active party. Well, I was going to say, I watch you, but, like, if we're doggy yeah. and in the mirror... If it's if we're facing the mirror, then I'm looking at you because I see your face. Yes. But if we're sideways to the mirror, I look at the action, which is basically the hip area. That's exactly with me too. So yes. it's, it's both, but it's more because I want to see the action than anything else. I'm watching the active yeah. party. So if you're on top, I'm watching you like ride me, mm-hmm. and if I'm behind you, I'm watching me fuck you. Yeah. In yeah. missionary, I'm watching me fuck you. Mm-hmm. If you're going down on me, I'm watching you go down on me. Right. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mirrors are fun, though. Mirrors are epic. And they, yeah. they really give you a different perspective and a different angle, uh, especially like on the S particularly. You can yeah. really kind of get a different view there. So do you prefer watching a mirror or watching live like porn that we've recorded? Honestly, I would say mirror. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. All right. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Next we... one. Yes, L. Lactophilia. Yes. Uh, I do not have a desire to do this. No, you no. don't? Because uh, I'm assuming that lactophilia, lact being milk, and ophelia uh-huh. meaning the arousal of, is is women who are lactating. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you took fresh cottage cheese and poured it down your chest, I would probably lick it off with a peach and a little bit of pepper, maybe mm-hmm. some red wine. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I do not wish to suckle a lactating woman's breasts. So, I was going to say, because that, that's an interesting one. It, it's actually, yeah, I would, because we've heard about it from... Um, we've had play friends that he was like, oh, yeah, totally suckled her breasts when she was lactating. Yeah, and when Madeline was on, what, a month or so ago, yes. a month to six weeks ago, she had a guy who was really into that yeah. when she was doing sex work. Um, but she said that there were women, you know, working at the brothel that that may have recently had children or whatever and that, that would do that. So it's it's definitely you see it. It's it's definitely a thing out there. Uh, and then there was that what was the was it a bakery in New York yes. where they did the cheesecakes? Yes. with breast milk. True vegan cheesecakes because yeah. no animal was harmed during the making of this cheesecake. And this was at least a few years ago. But, yeah, yeah, it was it was before we moved to Australia, yeah. but because the the chef's wife was lactating and she totally consented and mm-hmm. was like i think this is a great idea let's milk me and make a cheesecake out of it yeah not for me i gotta mm. be honest i am i mean don't get me wrong i'd give the cheesecake a go because fuck cheesecake <laughs> but i don't i don't want to do it for a sexual purpose mm-hmm. i'm going to do it because it sounds delicious right yeah uh would i put a woman's milk in my coffee probably i can see that because it's a little bit sweet. But it's not so. sexual. That's my thing. It's yeah, like, wanna, it's yeah, it's not sexual. Yeah, it's not a sexual yeah, pleasure. You don't want to suckle and Yeah, no, get that's, the milk. I'm not into yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. Okay, next up. I can't say this word, so I'm going to let you do it again. Because I'm gonna I go said with, the last one. I'm going to go with maziophilia. Sure. 
this is definitely something that I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Everybody knows it. It's pregnant women. Oh, my God. Pregnant women are so hot. Mm-hmm. I will see women at the train station and just like, I think it's pregnant women are so pretty. Yeah. The, so this is going to be one of those things. So uh, the most recent Rule 34 that we were at, there was a woman who was pregnant there. Before she even got on stage and I found out she was pregnant, I was looking at her. I'm like, you're gorgeous. There's something. You're so pretty. Oh, my God. You're so pretty. And and then after the show, we found out she was four months pregnant. Yes. Yeah. And so there it is. I just, yeah. Yeah. You have pregnant like a radar. Women. I have pregnant radar. <laughs> I have pregdar. <laughs> Which is my least favorite transformer. <laughs> but yeah. And then another one pops out. Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's gross. Um, I have had sex with a pregnant woman who was approximately six or seven months pregnant. She was seven, I think. Very pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that still goes down to. She was such I... a beautiful pregnant woman, though. Oh my god. She's yeah. beautiful. I mean, she's human beautiful being, anyway. Yeah. But she's as a pregnant, pregnant woman, it was like, oh my god. It was. Mm. I think that was my favorite sex. Mm-hmm. That. In, in that kind of, uh, not that I've ever had, because I've had lots of wonderful sex, but it, it does rank up there in the top 10 favorite yeah. orgies that I've ever been part of. Yeah. There, I would say there is something very attractive about a pregnant woman. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Woof. Woof. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that yes. as our halfway point, uh-huh. we should take a break and listen to a word from our, well... Colleagues? Not really sponsors. Colleagues. Yeah. Yes. So if if you like our podcast, you might like... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast. I'm Jace. I'm Emily. And I'm Dedeker. And with our powers combined, we, we are the, the Multi Amory Podcast. If you're happy with the same old ways of dating, if you enjoy sucking at communication, and you have no desire to improve your romantic life, then our podcast might not be for you. But if you want some out of the box ideas to deepen your current relationships, broaden your sexual horizons, develop a better understanding of yourself, or learn more about non monogamy, then come check out the Multi Amory Podcast on the Swingset Network at swingset.fm, the Swingset FM Android app, or at multiamory.com I like that podcast yeah go check it out yeah the one we listen to you you might learn something yeah (laughs) which if you're not learning something from this podcast (laughs) go listen to that podcast Mm -hmm. it might be scary too or it might be informative out of it yeah okay whatever (laughs) all right so we're halfway through the alphabet yeah on to the N-word, mm-hmm. which is needle play. Yes. So, 
look, I'm diabetic. I've taken enough shots in my life. I don't really want to play with needles. Mm-hmm. But you like this to watch is, people do This it. is something that seems to be quite polarizing because whenever we talk to people about it, some people are really turned off by it and really don't like the idea. And then other people are like, fully into it, curious, want to see, want to try, want to jump right in. And so it is something that I don't, we've not met a lot of people that are in that middle zone where they could be swayed one way or the other. But I do think it's really fascinating. Uh, We've seen Noodle play a number of times now, and I love to watch it. I really do. I don't know, and this kind of, while I would love to try it, I'm not sure I have the patience for it. But I don't know. It's maybe I wouldn't know until I try it, kind of thing. Do you but want to I try do... it as receiving it or trying no. it as doing it to somebody? Yeah, okay, doing yeah. it. Yeah, but I love yeah. to to watch it being done on someone. Um, I don't think it's I... just you know, and I'm I'm happy just to watch people do it. Yeah, because when when the person is receiving it, uh, just watching them in that space is really fascinating to me. And then to see someone do it and just the care and the tenderness and and just. Knowing exactly what to do and how to do it is, I find it fascinating. I mean, I think it's 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 beautiful to see, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not really. Yeah, I don't see you ever being into it as a bottom. No, because yeah. again, you, you know, I'm taking. Well, you already take enough shots. I take enough shots yeah. as it is, you know. So if I'm on the pump, I'm changing my my sight every every three days. Uh-huh. If I'm off the pump, which I will be for the next few weeks, mm-hmm. uh, because of desire, you know, I'm taking. Six to ten yeah. injections a day—that's yeah. that's enough for me. I don't need to—I don't need to add more pokings. I will say I've seen some beautiful stuff where they do the the li- two lines down the back and then they wrap a ribbon through uh-huh. it to almost make a, a corset out of it. It's beautiful. I was gonna say we've seen a, a few times where they've done a bit of artwork. Yeah. So they make a design or a it's pattern pretty. or yeah, and it is. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it to you. I don't want to. Have I it done don't to want me. it done to me. So yeah, it's not. Again, yeah. not to yuck someone else's yum, but that one's a yuck for mm. me. Okay, next. Oh, 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 oh. You want to see my white stuff? No. Aw. <laughs> so, what is O? Orgasm denial. Yeah, that's why you don't want to see my white uh-huh. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about bukkake. We know you like it. Uh this is another one. I see you do it to the gentleman all the time. And every when you even do it to him, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. What I'm finding is going through this list, I'm not terribly uh I'm not terribly kinky, I mm-hmm. guess. I'm not I'm not into a lot of these. This is another one I don't like. I don't even like watching you do it to him. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that I definitely enjoy and, and whether it's a male or female partner. I love because I like that long build up, that slow build up and that tease. But and... do you like it done to you? Um, so I like it done to me. So it's interesting because recently we had a a play session with a couple where he would get me close and then stop completely. And I'm not even gonna say back off, but turn away. And, and like, that was it for maybe 30 seconds or a minute. And then he would come back. I did not like that. But if you get me close and then back off, but still keep some stimulation going, that's okay. Because okay. but it's it's that cutoff of you know, you're really, really close and you're about to come and then not having any stimulation. I don't like that. But when he, but for other people where they have gotten me really close and then kind of back off and then soften 
and yeah. kind of lessen, that's okay. okay. Because to me, that's that ebb and flow and it's that build up and it's okay. Um, but to do like, to go from, you know, 98 to zero. No, no, that just made me angry. And I was like, <laughs> we're either going to finish this or we're going to move on and do like, something else. Fuck it. I'll do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great. Um, but I do really like to, to play with orgasm denial and edging with other partners, but it's more in, in that soft teasing kind of way than it, like, I wouldn't do a get you really close and then just stop. Okay. That doesn't, I don't, that doesn't, I don't like that. Yeah, because when I watch you fair. with the gentleman, you, I mean, it's clear that you're, you're playing the entire time. It's like time. cat and mouse. Yeah, I yeah. just don't like, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, so. I, I do like to do that. And I, and I do it with more than just him. And admittedly, sometimes I do it without realizing I'm doing it until at some point the person's reaction or you watching, I'll kind of be like, oh, crap, I'm doing it again. <laughs> Should I? Should I not? Do I need to just finish this? Like, where are we in the play session? And so that's, I, at some point I'll become aware of it and think, do I, is it okay? And maybe it is, or is it not? And I need to go ahead and finish. Um, but yeah, I just, I love doing it. That's it's so it's almost second nature to me, honestly. It really is. And I've yeah. watched you and I'm like, you're a beautiful monster. I love you. I love it. It's fun. <laughs> okay. P is for pet play. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's me. I, you know, we don't, I don't feel like we do it enough. There's a few times that I've thought recently, it's like, I want to do pet play and it's just, we've just been so busy. You know, other things are going on. Uh, So we need to make time. Yeah, we should. That's all it is. So for pet play, it is, it is that sort of becoming that more animalistic or playful side. Mm. So you've got most commonly you have puppies, foxes, and kittens. Uh, Kittens are typically... And horses, sorry, mm-hmm. yeah, equestrian. Uh, you know, I think horseplay is probably more difficult to do inside because, you know, <laughs> you may say nay, but I disagree. I think it's harder to do inside. Uh, kittens are, are destructive, much like cats, and are playful, playful. much like cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, puppies are, again, kind of difficult to sometimes handle and deal with puppies are a little i was gonna say they can be playful but it but at the same time they um respond well to to punishment and to direction yes they do follow direction very well i have recently learned that i'm probably more of a fox yeah uh, a kit maybe Mm -hmm. um but yeah i i like i like some chill time and just let me relax and and not Stress, mm-hmm. but I also like to be destructive. Sorry, and, I don't know that one. Well, apparently, our <laughs> echo thinks I, I was talking to her. Yeah, um, you do know this one. <laughs> You'll learn. Yeah, yeah. Foxes tend to be they have that that playfulness of the puppies, but at the same time, rather than fully submitting and obeying, they kind of tend to fight back a little bit. So but you I also can, like you can, to sleep a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yeah and, and like... then and I would say in horses too. We've seen some amazing oh. horse play outfits just going down Oxford Street, Mardi Gras. I mean, there's just beautiful. Fair day. And and some people have like that the gate kind of going yeah. the trot. It's beautiful. And it's yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It's absolutely gorgeous. Mm. Yeah, I you know it's it's one of those things that I it, it's one of those for me that I get that people look at it and go that's weird, mm-hmm. but. You don't have to 
understand me in order to accept me, yeah. I think is, is, is my side of that. Mm. I really enjoy it. And it's fun to, to do that pet play kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the next one I really like as well. Yeah. What is it? Cue, which is queening. Oh, what? yeah. <laughs> yeah. So queening is, uh, so there are queening stools, which is something that I wouldn't mind having uh, as part of our, our, our repertoire, which is a seat in which a woman can sit in and then is sitting right on the man's or uh, woman's, whatever, the partner's, partner's pet face. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mm, I love face sitting. We That's something as well we don't do enough at home. Yeah. We do a lot of it out, um, but we don't yeah. like, because you're constantly, for me, particularly i think queening should be one of those situations and it's not 16 high it's right. it's where it's pleasure only for the female partner not f- yeah. for the other person mm-hmm. um or but i guess it, one female partner but not for the other person but i did ask for this on saturday night or friday night i guess you we did were at our secret which spot. i was so yeah. amazed at you because i was going down on the lady mm-hmm. and then you were like can, you I, sit her, can I sit on your face? Which <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? What? It was like a record scratch yeah. for a second, and yeah. I was like, oh my god! And I and I even purposefully, I even faced the mirror, so yes. away from you, as opposed to towards you. Um, it was amazing because it gives me a different perspective of the room and everything to watch as well while she's going down on me. And yeah, I I was amazed. Yeah. It was like it really was one of those like. What? It was, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. But sexy. Yeah. Yeah, something really sexy about that. Yeah. And just the power that you have in mm-hmm. the position that you're in is like, it was hot. No. Yeah. We should do that more at home. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, so spoiler alert for everybody out there, you'll see photos later. But um, at some point early next year, we're going to get a new bed. So it's maybe true. when we get the bed, we can get the queening stool. Yes. And then we already have the S, so we can make this whole really awesomely kind of small but bedroom playroom We're going to live in a dungeon. Yeah. It's going to be great. I mean, it's a tiny little dungeon. but It's a tiny dungeon, but it's our dungeon. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's work on that. We'll make that happen. We'll invite you into the dungeon. Mm -hmm. Microphone people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Next up. Our Roman shower. Does anybody know what that is? Do you know what that is? I don't want to know it. I know what it is. I don't want to know what it is. I don't like it. It's It's, vomiting. Yeah, I don't want to be vomited on. And I don't want to vomit. I hate it. But it is something that people ask for. It's something that people really like and get off on. I know. And And again, it's you don't want to yuck someone down, but I will say that it is not something that does it for me. No. It's not something I can do for someone. No. I I don't have that much of a gag reflex. And also, it's just... It, it's so bad for your your system and for your body that I just, I can't bring myself to do that. No, and even when we're at the club and we hear women gagging on somebody's cock, it mm-hmm. is not, I even Does just Does that turn hearing, you off? Not, yeah, it turns yeah. me off. To hear a woman gag on somebody else when they're not even playing in our circle, mm. just hearing that turns mm. me off. Interesting. Immediately. Yeah. Because suddenly I'm like, oh my God, is she okay? <laughs> okay yeah and and like the porn when the women are making the gagging sounds or the men are making the gagging sounds mm-hmm. it immediately turns me off it is not my thing okay. baby yeah. it's not my bag baby no but it no. does it for some people and yeah so. which is yay yeah. good for you so that is a roman shower i'm uh, yeah i support it but i am not 
going to partake in it, right. and I don't want to be around it. Right. All right. S. Uh-huh. Again, I'm going through this list, and I'm like, this is stuff that I don't want to do. <laughs> Sensory deprivation. Yes. Now, I will say, I like the idea of sensory deprivation if I can just go someplace and be quiet and take a nap. If you can go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) But as as sexual play, it is not Uh something I want to do. But I guess I'm looking at it from all sensory. Like, I don't mind being blindfolded. I say if you take one sense at a time, yeah. so you're blindfolded Maybe or... Maybe headphones, yeah. like quiet headphones. Ball gag. Yeah. I'm yeah. okay with that, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you sent, put the blindfold on me, put the headphones on me, uh, noise-canceling headphones, maybe mm-hmm. a ball gag in my mouth. Yeah, okay. I would like that. Maybe we should do that. I'm okay with yeah. that. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. It's it's one of those things that I I don't want it done to me. But again, it's that it's that loss of control. I just don't do well. Do you with like that. being blindfolded? No. So let's. Oh, ooh, this is a good one. So in the saunas, the gay saunas, oftentimes there is a spot where it's completely pitch black. Okay. And so you roaming in there, and you're bumping into people, and it's like, yeah. So when the gentleman and I went, I know that he actually quite liked it mm-hmm. enough to where. After we went in there, he goes, I'm going to go back in there. Mm-hmm. Stay here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, because he knows that. I, at the time, I didn't really like it. But since then, I've done it in Amsterdam, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. And I've gone to the the saunas uh, in the more recent past and enjoyed it as well. Do you think you would like that? Like no. a room of no. pitch black where just like, what if it was friends that a bunch of us like – Four to six people. I would be more okay with it if it were friends, but even so, I can't say until I'm in that situation, honestly. But at the same time, I I know I wouldn't like it for strangers because that just is, that squicks me out. Just not knowing who or what is touching me. No, I I don't think I could do that. If it were friends, I would at least know that there are people who, um, that I know and potentially played with. Probably, and and that would be better. But it's, I don't know. Part of me would be curious in that case. I don't think I could do it with strangers because I don't trust strangers to have consent. So I agree and, with and that. And to adhere to consent. So for me, I don't think I could do that. But for friends, maybe. So part of me actually now is thinking that it'd be really fun to do a party with with people that we knew and yeah. we trusted. Yeah. Six to eight people, where we all blindfold ourselves Mm -hmm. and then just like let's just go dark room and go yeah yeah and let's just dark room and go Mm -hmm. uh having condoms in in known places and let's just let's just see where this goes actually okay so that sounds fun but i think it's because it's people that i would know people that i've played with before um because it's a safe environment but with strangers i don't think i could do it I, i really don't uh and and i also think it would be better for me in that case if Everyone were blindfolded in the same boat. If I'm the only one who's blindfolded, I don't like that idea. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe we should try this blindfold party. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, with sensation play, you've got got, uh, the blindfolds, you've got earplugs. But this is sensory deprivation. Oh, deprivation. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because yeah, you could bring in... I was going to say, because you could bring in, like, the ice and the feathers and stuff, but I guess that wouldn't, and the Wartenberg wheel thing. Yeah. But I guess that's not really deprivation, except that if you can't see it coming, maybe. 
but maybe i don't know yeah, yeah. but yeah cool. i just i don't know i'm kind of i'm kind of curious about this whole dark party thing now we should we do a to... we should do a dark party with just friends yeah and a, a safe-ish group like six to eight not yeah. too big but not Four people's not enough. No, four people isn't enough. Yeah. I think six people isn't enough. I think eight people would be kind eight. of ideal. Eight, yeah. You get eight friends that are all willing to wear blindfolds. Seven, eight, nine, somewhere in that range. Yeah. yeah. All willing to wear blindfolds. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the bedroom. Make it really dark. Turn some music on. Yeah. Make it really turn, like block off all sources of lights yeah. and yeah. But if you got blindfolds on, you're... Mm, yeah. It's good to have a backup. All right. Oh, look at you. Like, not <laughs> trusting people to even stay blindfolded. You have trust issues. I love you so much, but you have trust issues. I know. I, I love it. It's great. It's great. You're a mess. Yeah. A beautiful, beautiful mess. Yeah. All right, so next up. Uh, tea. Tickle fetish. No. <laughs> <laughs> that barely got out of my mouth, and you're like, no, nope. <laughs> that's not a thing. It can't. It's not my thing. It is a thing. It's not my thing. You fucking tickle me, I'll kick you in the face. So I always think of... Um, for me, and this is a very real thing, the 40-year-old virgin, yeah. when there's the moment where he's thinking back on how he didn't have, he's never had sex, mm-hmm. and this girl in college starts nibbling at his feet, and he kicks her in the face and knocks her unconscious. <laughs> I'm always afraid of that. When I go and get massages, I'm always warning the ladies, please don't touch my feet. When we're at the club and somebody accidentally touches my feet, I'm like, mm-hmm. please don't touch my feet. Don't touch my feet. Just my feet are not, they're not, they're off limits. Mm-hmm. Don't tickle me. What about tickling someone? I don't enjoy that either. No. I uh, I used to, I think, enjoy tickling people, yeah. but now I feel guilty. Why? Because I hate being tickled. I, I, mm. I'm learning that I really... So you're projecting your hate of tickling on them. Yeah. And assuming they hate it. But what if they love it and they ask for it? Oh. Still no? I'll try. Actually... I want to try that. I want to find that. Yeah. At desire. If okay. somebody enjoys tickling, I want to try to tickle them and see if I enjoy it. All right. We're going to put this out there. Yeah. For all I mean, the desire folks. I'm, I'm willing to try it. Okay. Mm. Do you enjoy it? I don't enjoy being tickled. But it's also... Where are your... I don't even think I know where your tickle I was gonna spots say, it's, are. It's hard for me to be tickled. Yeah. And usually I have to be in just the right mood. That's rare. Um, because there's a few times, don't get me wrong, there's those few times where I'll like poke you in the ribs and you'll go mm-hmm. hee 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 and I'm like, oh, I like that. That's fun. But it's not something that I want to yeah. do repeatedly And for me, to it's, you. it's usually more of a, I would say not really a tickle, but more of just that kind of that light feathering feel kind Is of. Is that tickling? No. Okay. That's what I'm saying. For me, it's usually that more than like, for me to really mm. be truly tickled is rare. Yeah. It just, for me, it does take a... Because there's those, again, those few times where I've grabbed your ribs mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's great. I just tickled mm-hmm. you. But it's not something I'm like, I'm going to do it again. No, but I, that was something that, that from a kid though, I was, um, like I would be like my, my dad would try to tickle me or whatever, you know, just as you do with kids. But I was also taught very early on that it's mind over matter. You're only tickled if you want to be tickled. If you don't want to, if you, if you, so basically now if somebody's trying to tickle me, I, without even thinking about it, without even trying, I immediately tell myself it hurts. Ooh, it doesn't that's hurt. Even worse. It doesn't hurt, but that makes it not tickle. So then I just don't feel it. Then it's like, oh, you're just touching me. And so it's this weird. See, I don't have that ability. No. I wish I did because. I just play mind games with myself. For me, and this is going to a dark Bradford place. <laughs> And I don't, I know, and this is not everybody's experience, I'm sure. But for me, tickling is 
it's an unwanted touch. And I'm not mm. trying to equate it to rape because mm. it's not. But it's that it's that touch of someone, I don't want you touching me like this. Right. And I'm not enjoying this. Right. And I think it, it goes back to childhood where mm. people tickled me without consent. Mm. And I didn't like it. And I didn't like it as a child and now as an adult. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I feel tickled, it's it's not a good feeling. Interesting. And so I get it. It's it's not a not even a pleasurable feeling often. There are times in which I can enjoy it, mm-hmm. but I have to be like, mm-hmm. I have to be there where I'm like, oh, this is fun. But even then, I don't think it's completely you don't really 100% enjoy fun. It, yeah. yeah, it's not. I don't enjoy being tickled at all. Yeah. Don't tickle me. So interestingly, though, uh, if you look at the science of tickling, the, you're, you're tickled because you don't know where that feeling is. Com- your brain doesn't know where that feeling is coming from. Interesting. So if you. But if why someone, do you laugh then? But if someone is tickling you and, and you're. If you, rather than them like running their hand down and tickling you or whatever, if you put your hand on their hand, so then your brain knows where right. that signal's coming from or where that, that touch is coming from, because your hand is on their hand, it no longer tickles. Because it's not a surprise to your brain anymore. Yeah. Because so, you know where your hand is. So right. You, assume... you know where your hand is. You know where their hand is. Their hand is what's touching you. So ipso facto, that's your brain then knows that this is where the touch is coming from. Cool. It doesn't tickle anymore. Cool. Um, but the, it's the unknown. It's that, that unknown touch that that can tickle at times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But anyway. Yeah. yeah that's tickle. Yeah. I, it's <laughs> not my thing. No. I, yeah. yeah. I don't think I would enjoy doing it to somebody either. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give it a go. All right. That's what desire we'll, is for. We'll, we'll work for that at desire, yeah. Hmm. All right. So you? I just like that it has nothing to do with it. I just <laughs> I like it. say, what is that? It's, it just creeps me out, and I love it. Um Ursus Magavradophilia. <laughs> God damn it. Ursus Agalmatophilia. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. It sounds scary. Yeah. What is it? It's not really that scary. Oh. Um, it is a fetish for dressing up as an animal. Okay. I'm okay with that. So similar to a plushie or a furry. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's, I guess it's a characteristic of a plushie or a furry. Yeah. So it's it's so you like dressing up as an animal, like an animal mascot, like yeah. a mascot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, doesn't that sound fun? Who doesn't want to be a mascot? I gotta be honest. That's that sort of does it for me. Yeah, yeah. I gotta. It's weird. I don't. I don't understand it. But I watch people dress up as animals and have sex sometimes, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's kind of a hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of like it. All right. Plus. Uh-huh. You have something, you have a costume that I'm not going to, we're not going to talk about just yet. That's true. Because it's a surprise for somebody who might listen to the podcast, but might not, but will be at Desire. And if they do, spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. We won't talk about details, but we do have a costume that falls in this category. Yeah. And it, you in that costume was like... Whoa. And admittedly, that was in the, like, vanilla form of the costume. Because after I tried it on when it first came in, I went to work the next day, and I was like, we can totally sexy this up. And I texted you immediately, and I was like, this is how we can sexy that one up. And I was like, yes, please. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll have to... Yeah, it's weird. At some point in the future, we'll get photos of this and 
I would, sexy doll. I would love to understand more about why. Why does that turn me on? Why does that turn people on? That's a good and question. And so, yeah. you know, if if this is something listening to this list and you're like, oh my gosh, why does why do people get aroused by this? So a book that I would highly, highly, highly recommend, and I'm sure we'll talk about it here in a bit as well, uh, is Perv, P-E-R-V, Perv by Jesse Baring. And he's an author that basically what he does in this book is he goes through all these philias and and really sort of breaks it down as to what yeah. is it about this that turns us on. And maybe he, he's a sociologist and a psych, I think he's also a psychologist, but he definitely looks into what what turns us on and, and why we're uh, aroused by some of these odd things. Yeah. And this is one that for me. I think it's fascinating. I really do. Yeah. Like where it comes from and why we do. And yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we jump ahead. Yeah, we sure can. The Viralophilia, which yes. is another one that has come up in our. Uh, it has come up before. In ours. Yeah. yeah. So it is um, basically wanting to eat or wanting to be eaten by something or swallowed yes. swallowed yeah so this happens a lot um with like say aliens or animal some animal plays um it's a, a, yeah it's really, a desire to be swallowed in a, by something. a dark place you can go to cannibalism but generally it's more alien i would say yeah, yeah. so it is so as I understand it. It is the act of being swallowed, yeah. not eaten, yeah. but swallowed. Yeah. So uh, if if you've ever been turned on by somebody putting a fitted sheet on a bed, mm-hmm. uh, that is that feeling. It's that being consumed by something. So would the vacuum sheet play thing, would that fall or is that different? My guess is that's, that's a different, different one. That's yeah. a different one specifically. But that feeling of being okay. consumed by something, yes. Yeah. I think you could play that into it. Okay. Uh, but, That's yeah. probably in a different category, um, but yeah. Look, I don't like being suffocated, but I wouldn't no. mind giving that a go. Mm. I like being eaten. Like, I'm not afraid of tight places. Like, right. I don't have claustrophobia. So I think if you have claustrophobia, what if it was probably like, not to think What if it was like gooey and messy as you come out? Like, I sort of like that. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't I mind that. I think that would add to it. I, I really do. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. 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 Okay. I could handle that. All right. All right. So W. Whoa, 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 wax play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this one is, you can definitely ease into this one with some of the the waxes for like massage candles mm-hmm. and things like that. Some of the soy candles. Um, you can definitely ease into wax play with that. Uh, we've seen some really beautiful wax play with the paraffin candles. And like, I know that at one of the parties we went to, they were doing, they had glow in the dark candle wax yeah. i don't know how that's made but it is yeah. um but yeah and they were basically the lady who was doing it was making really beautiful designs on on the bottom and just really intricate stuff different colors different patterns there was a butterfly for one of them yeah, i still remember the butterfly yeah. as well and yeah. then scraping it off and i think you know it's it's both the the heat and the sensation of the wax falling and again you have it different heights it's going to be cooler or warmer depending on how far away from the skin as it hits and then as it hardens and, and kind of seals in there, and then that scraping sensation off, and it just, we've never done anything to that extent. 
I am curious to have it done to me just to feel it. Yeah. I'm not sure that it's something that I would be into long term, but to do it to someone again, I think would be really interesting. Yeah. So I think the important keys to remember with wax play is start farther away from the skin yeah. so that it has a chance to cool before it hits you. Yeah. Make sure that you're using wax that is skin appropriate. Mm-hmm. They so if you want to play with actual wax sticks, you can buy them from any uh, sex toy shop mm-hmm. or online. You don't want to use a regular candle that you have at no, home. It's no. very important not to use that because they can have things in them that can uh, um, irritate the skin. Uh, and if you you know want to start, start. Start with soy candles. Yeah. So, soy-based candles, they burn at a cooler temperature. So when you blow the candle out, it is you know, it's almost like a lotion. It's really nice when it hits your skin. Mm. Uh, and you can even pour it into your own hand before putting it on somebody's skin. Because remember that whatever you feel in your hand is going to feel less hot than if you pour it onto somebody's back or thigh or genitals. Because, you know, your your hand is much thicker skin so it's tougher it's used to it's getting more abuse yeah so yeah and that's what i was gonna say if you're gonna start with something like that start with uh thicker skinned areas you want to you want to start with areas that where it's not quite as sensitive because you don't want to i mean you don't want to go straight to the genitals let's be honest oh god no no No. um but you want to start with the back or even let the top of the arm is a nice kind of thick skinned area as opposed to the inside of the forearm is going to be a little bit thinner and let me just say that soy soy candles on the elbows makes your elbows so nice and smooth. <laughs> they feel so good. So definitely do that. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. What's next? X. Uh, yes. You want to say it? Xenophilia. Yeah. Yeah. It's the philia for Xena, the warrior princess. Princess warrior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is not, but it should be. I mean, because who doesn't love a little Lucy Lawless? Mm. Wow. I still remember her name. I'm... Must have been turned on by her. Anyway, so xenophilia is not the love of Xena, mm-hmm. warrior princess. It is strangers. Yeah. And this is another thing that's very common. Uh, mm. And i got to be honest, I sort of like it. Uh, I, clearly, I sort of like it because I've done it multiple times at uh, the gay saunas. These, having sex with people you don't know. No. You don't know their names. You don't know anything about them, really. There's something really arousing by that. And I can get, while it's not everybody's thing, I can also get how it's some people's things. A little mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I will say, not interested in women. Only men. Only men. Okay. So my xenophilia is is for only for men. Hmm. That I is interesting. Like, I've had, in my experience, only a single one-night stand with a woman. Okay. And it wasn't great. Hmm. It wasn't terrible. But it's not something that I would be interested in doing multiple times. That is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? It doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I would say I've had one one night stand. Um, But just, and it's fine, but I just, yeah, it doesn't really do much for me. Like the whole sex with strangers thing. Um... Yeah, it's okay if if like I'm traveling and really just want something. But honestly, at that point, I always travel with toys. I'm almost happy just to use my toys. It doesn't, for me, I'm usually, I've usually had enough of people at that point that I can't <laughs> put the effort into it. Yeah. Which if there were a gay sauna for ladies, maybe that would be different. But there's not. So what do you do, you know? But it's just... Yeah, for me, I would say just to go out and have sex with a stranger 
just doesn't, no, it's not a thing for me. So I will say it is not much different for me than mutual masturbation because it is, but yeah, I kind of like it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Why? Yiffing. Yiffing. So we already touched a bit on this with the U Uh and I can't say that word, but Ursa Aglam. Ursa Sagamatophilia. Oh my God. You're so good at that. Ursa Agamatophilia. Uh, so Ursus. I think, yeah, there was an so, there. but which is interesting because Ursa, um, if you look at Ursa major, Ursa minor, if you're in the Northern, Northern hemisphere, that's the big bear and the little bear. Ursa is, um, bear mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. in Latin, Greek, Latin, mm-hmm. um, Latin. We'll go with Latin. So. so yiffing is the act of, of either being in a furry suit and having sex or it, yiffing is a really interesting term because it's not necessarily sex. It's the act of playing and cuddling as an animal. Yeah, it's it's almost being, it's just the attraction and almost that, um, like in a, a fan kind of way. But it's a, it's definitely a furry yeah. kind of creature thing. It is, it, it is. But it's. And it's definitely sex, mm-hmm. but not necessarily penetrative sex. It can be like cuddling and and. Like a puppy pile kind of thing. Right. Uh, both creatures don't have to be human and don't have to be animals, Mm-mm. I should say. Don't have to be animals. But yeah, yiffing is, that's the one that from the very beginning, I said, it's something that for me is starting to become a thing. Uh-huh. It's a porn that I really like. Has it become more of a thing? It's definitely become more of a yeah. thing. And the more I watch it, the more I'm like, I kind of like this this is the porn that I'm going to mm-hmm. on a more consistent basis. Part of me has a little bit of shame about that, which I don't necessarily understand. Uh, it is definitely a porn that I would like to start watching with you. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Animated. Where does the shame come from? Well, is because, it because you're watching you... animated creatures have sex. Animated anamorphic creatures have sex. Right. And for me, that feels Because wrong. you think it's abnormal in society. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I don't really, I'm not hurting anybody. So what's yeah. the point? Um, but it's, it's, it is an interesting thing. I mm. really am starting to like it. And it's like, I don't know what it is I like about it. Mm. But watching these like almost werewolf people have sex. And most commonly it's, it's, you know, cause you've got straight yiffing, straight yeah. Yeah. Um, sex and then gays as well. And I like both. It's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I say it's weird. It's not weird. It's, I like it. It's just, yeah. It's, it's, it's different. A, it's outside of your norm. Yeah. It's outside of what you always thought growing up was norm. Yeah. yeah. Have, so have you watched anything like this? I haven't really, no. All right. Well, we need to watch some okay. of this. We'll watch yeah. it together. Maybe tonight. Ooh. Ooh. Yay. Because <laughs> uh, it's Halloween. And why yeah. Not? Why not? Uh, it's, yeah. It, it's something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Weird, but I enjoy right. it. I'm curious to watch someone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Z, 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 Z. Of course. Z-Z. This is, I think this is probably the only one we could have come up with, which yeah. is zoophilia, uh-huh. which is the attraction to, sexual attraction to animals. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I do highly recommend uh, Jesse Baring's book again, Perv. Look, the sexual attraction to animals, having sex with animals, of course, you cannot 
actually get an animal's verbal consent. Right. But, you know, if we look at this from a, a sexual health and, and mental health sort of side, um, one of the studies that Jesse um, cites is a study that was done it was in a, a Germanic-speaking country. I don't remember which country it was, Switzerland, Germany, whatever. But the point is they put this device on a human being, on the gentleman, um, that measures blood flow to the penis. So this doesn't tell us anything other than sexual attraction. So it's measuring the amount of blood flow. Even if you don't get a full erection, sometimes you can tell arousal based on the amount of blood flow that's going through the penis. Meaning you don't have to get fully erect in order to be aroused. So they put it on this, on this guy and then showed him pictures of nude men, women of all different ages from children to adults. And then of horses. The only time he showed any arousal was when he saw a horse. You know, again, this is this isn't my thing, but I think it's important to see that some people cannot control mm-hmm. what they're aroused by. Mm-hmm. It's you know, so the question is, what do we do with that? What do we do with this information? So this this fellow could only be aroused by a horse, mm-hmm. and there are people out there who will swear that these animals give them their consent via actions or what they do. I'm not even going to dive into that because I don't think this is neither the time nor we the don't know place about it. to do it. Yeah. But I think it's I think it's something that we should study. That's something we should look into. Is it a mental health issue? Quite possibly. Um, I just don't think that we should we should instantly, you know, alienate these people yeah. and say it's not a thing. What I think... It's clearly sh- a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. It's clearly a thing. And this study showed it, that they did extensive studies with this guy where the only time he could get aroused was with, an, with a horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, equinophilia is what that one is. Uh, it's, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think it's, a, it's a fascinating book that really kind of dives into this as well. Um, all I'm saying is don't... Don't push somebody completely to the fringes just because they are different. Yeah. Uh, let's try to study it and understand it. Is it a men- mental health thing? Maybe. Yeah, but we all have our thing that does it for us. Yeah. And and sometimes it may be something that you're into that someone else says, you know, is is weird, is bizarre, is abnormal, but to you it's completely normal. And it, the shoe could be on the other foot. You yeah. Know, it, it could be the other way around. Um. But there's all different things out there for all different people. And, and that's kind of the fun is exploring and trying and seeing. And, and if you have a new partner who's into something that you've never really tried or you've never been into, try it with them. Because especially if they're experienced in it, they may provide a different experience for you than what you've had before. Absolutely. So it can be, yeah, it can be definitely interesting to, to try it and explore and see. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. That's it's right. It's fine. Don't yuck someone else's yum. No. And I feel like I've yucked a lot of people's yums on this, and I really apologize. <laughs> but I know what I like. I know some yeah. of what I like. And I'm always willing to try something, yeah. uh, except vomiting. I'm not willing to try that. Yeah. I'll try everything else. Uh, but, yeah, it's um, 
it's just interesting and it's uh everybody's different and mm-hmm. i think that's the important thing that's the take-home message right. from tonight uh from today yes halloween Ooh. um yeah it's it it remember what you don't know can be scary <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm talking now. You go back in your box. Go back in your box. Yeah, that's right. Go back in the box. <laughs> Angela, your plaything needs you. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the I point. Must go now. The, so the point of tonight has been to to teach you uh, a little bit about the taboos and go through the A to Z mm-hmm. of of. Mm-hmm. Of some of the and maybe you things. want to try something taboo. Yes, right. Yeah. What's your favorite? I know letter? I do. I know I do too. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, thank you for sticking with us for this extra long yeah. Halloween special. Yeah. Uh, we did make it A to Z, A to Z. If you're you know not from around these parts, uh, through the alphabet. Mm-hmm. So what's what's your favorite letter, Angela? O. Oh my God! Orgasm denial. Damn it, woman. <laughs> so I'm so I, look. Uh, it's not my thing, but I'm so glad that we have partners in which you can experience your favorite mm-hmm. thing. Now, to be done to me as a bottom, I would say B. Not having wow. done it yet, but thinking wow. about it, I would say B. It, does, it really turns mm-hmm. you on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to bukkake the shit out of you uh, so. in the coming weeks. Uh, pretty excited for that, actually. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm looking forward to taking pictures afterwards. So we have to – it has to be in a location in which I can at least take my phone mm-hmm. and then – Okay. With, you know, your consent, consent yeah. and the consent of all the sperms yeah. that will be all over you. Uh-huh. I'm also a little excited for the you, but that's just, I think, because of the buildup to it more so. Wow. You mean the... The, the ursus agomatophilia. Wow. Yeah. And but, but I think it's just because I, I have an idea as at least the perceived pleasure that the recipient will have. And I think it'll be good enough to make it worth it. Yeah. So, and I like to make people happy. That's great. Uh, yeah. I, I look forward to in, in, in to to bringing you into the world of yiffing and 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 fur play. So uh-huh. yeah, that's uh, all right. We'll get our furry on. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. So, what's your favorite letter? We we would love to hear about it. Message us uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. We are at by the by podcast or email us. The atoms of love at gmail.com. Yeah, tell us your favorite letter and and why it is that you want like to do it, and maybe we'll share those on air. Yeah, That'd if you're awesome. happy with us reading, yeah. we'd love to read them out. Uh, what your favorite yeah. scary sexual practices? Uh, and realistically, it's not scary. It's not scary. No, no. Uh, normal's only an average, yeah. and fuck the average, right? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thank you very much, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed our taboo. Uh, find us on Patreon. You can help us out. We really appreciate it. Uh, www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. Uh, help us out and uh, we can do something scary keep for you. More. Yeah. Hi, this is Dedeker, co-host of the Multiamory podcast. We offer new ideas and advice for multiple forms of love. Everything from conscious monogamy to ethical polyamory and radical relationship anarchy. And you're listening to a Swingset Network podcast. Find us and much more at swingset.fm. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 